Parshas Mishpatim Shkolem, Tavshin Beis, is page, Reish Lamed Vav. It's a very remarkable Torah. It's a long Torah. We're not going to finish it. We'll try to do part of it. So we'll try to do half a shekel. So we'll finish the Mitzvah next time. This was February 14th, 1942. This is one of the terms that's quoted very often in different sorrow. Failum Mishpatim Shatasum was named the Hine Isa Mibrachas. The Rebbe often brings the Gemara to the beginning of Brachas on Rabbi Yossi Pamachas. Haisi Mahalach Bedarach Menachnasi Lachurva Achas Machurvis Yushalayim Laspal. I went into one, Rabbi Yossi, I went into one of the ruins of Yushalayim to Davin, brought Leo Zorchel Atayv. Alinovi was there. Shomli ala Pesach, and he guarded the opening. Atshes Yamti, he was staying by the opening of the of the Churva. Atshes Yamti Tfilasi till I finished. Lachas Yamti Tfilasi. Omli Shomalech Rabbi. When I finished, Elinavi said to me Shomalech. Ramarti loy Shomalech Rabbi Mari. Vomli Bni. And Elinavi said to me, my son, Ma Kol Shamata Bechurva Zo. What sound do you hear in this Churva? I heard a bas call that was crying out like a like a yona, like a dove. to the children who, because of their sins, I destroyed my my house and burned the heichal and have sent them to Golis among the nations. That was the bas call that that, that Rabbi Yossi heard. Leonavi said to me. You should know it's not only at the particular time that the Baskal is saying this. Every day, three times, a Baskal comes out like this. That whenever Jews are going into the shul, to this madras, Shakes his head. Fortune is the king who is praised in his house. What's going to be with the father who has sent his children into exile? What's with the children? I've gone to Golis and have left their father's table. It's really a main a Pesach to, to the entire Shas. It's at the very beginning of Brachas. We already only heard this Baskal when he went to Davin in the ruins in the Churva. If Abyasi is able to hear a Baskal, this Baskal was three times a day. How come? 
How come it was only it was only in the Churva? A Jew who is tormented with his suffering. When a person is when a person is besieged by pain and suffering, he thinks he feels that he's the only one in the world that's suffering. And even if he feels the pain his, of other Jews, not only his own, he feels that that this pain, his own pain, and the pain of Am Yisrael, it doesn't reach. It doesn't reach the one above. So the feeling is that if if it would be, if it would be felt above, then then how come it continues? Why does it continue? So the person in his suffering feels that that in Shemaim his pain is not being felt. But the Pasuk says that when whenever a Jew is in, in a place of Tzerosim, then Hashem also is. Hashem also Kivyochal is in a place that's called Tzar. And the Gemara says that when a person, when a Jew is is mitzdaher, is in anguish. Shechina ma'imeres, the shechina cries out. Kalani mi'roishi, my head is hurting me. Kalani mi'zoy, my arm is hurting me. Uvesvar makdoshim, isa shahar be'yosim asher adam mitzdaher. The svaram tells us that much more than a person suffers, much more than a person feels the pain. Kivyochel hu yisbarach mitzdaher biyisuri yisyisrael biyisuri yisyisrael. Hashem yisbarach suffers infinitely more because he's infinite. Than, than the person who's suffering. But the, but the person who's suffering doesn't feel that, doesn't know that. And it could be that since Hashem is infinite, and because of that, it's impossible for a mind, it's impossible for a human mind to understand Him and to grasp Him. So it could be that his tsar, that Hashem's tsar, from the tsars of the Jewish people, is built gvul. It's infinite. Not only would it be impossible for a human being to experience such suffering, but even to try to comprehend what does it mean that Hashem suffers? What does that mean that Tsar? Mechazal tell this clearly. What does it mean that there's a Tsar? Rakam Lahosig is Tsar Yisbarach Ladashem et Star who is Bar. To be able to understand, to know what this is, that Hashem is Mitzar, Bilashmo is Kolo, and to hear the voice of Hashem crying out three times a day. Early Shachrafti is basic, Iglesi is Bonai. E. Evsha. The human mind cannot comprehend and we can't hear this. It's beyond the gvulus of a person. It's beyond our ability to comprehend. Only when Rabbi Yossi went into, the, into this ruin of Yerushalayim, to the ruins of Yerushalayim, where he himself experienced a churban, where the tzaddik went into that place of destruction, and it brought, on some level, a destruction to him. And he was bottled. 
And because his ego and his being was bottled, became almost nullified due to the due to that experience, the shock of being in the Churvis Yushalayim. So because of that, the human aspect of Rabyasi was mitzamtsem, was was diminished. And he was able, because of that, Shomami Kailo Shalkadosh he was able to pick up on this call of Hashem crying. And he only heard a little bit. He only heard a baskal making a sound like a dove, like a yona. That Hashem, it says in Yemiel, that Hashem is roaring and screaming like, like a lion. But Rabbi Yossi was able to hear a little bit, a little bit, when he became bottle, when his when his being became nullified in that churva of Yushalayim. So he was able to pick up on the sound, but it was only the sound of Iona, when Hashem is really screaming like a lion. Shashog Yishag al Naveyu, Hainukashagis Ari, Kivyochal al Churm Besamikdash. So Abyasi was able when he was no longer Abyasi, and he was and the goof was like he was in another place, Mamish another place in the Khurva. He was able to hear something of that sound, but like a Yonah, not like an Ari. This also explains. How is it possible that the world continues to exist? How is it possible that the world is able to continue going on and isn't destroyed by the tsar and the crying of Hashem. Al Am Hashem, Kimis Yasrim, the suffering of Am Hashem, Al Besa Kinechrov, and how his Besamikdis is destroyed. So, how could the world continue? The answer is, because the the tsar of Hashem, which is infinite, cannot be contained in a finite world. Rabbi Yossi, the tzaddik, is able to pick up on a little bit, a little bit of the sound, because the tzaddik is divested as much as a human being can be of physical, of, of physical existence, especially in the churva. But the world, the world is not destroyed because the world doesn't hear this. The world doesn't experience this cry of Hashem. It doesn't penetrate into the world. It's it's beyond the ability of the world to penetrate. Perhaps this explains the Medrashecha. At the time that the enemies went into the Heichal of the Beis HaMikdash, Rishafu and they burned it, the Kevich and Nisraf, Amakad Shabarahu, Shuv Eni Moshev Ba'aretz. When the Beis HaMikdash, when the Heichal was burned, Hashem said, I no longer have a place to dwell in this world. I'm going to take my shechina away. I'm going to return to the place where I came from before. The shechina. It's not talking about Hashem in his essence. At that time, Hashem was crying. Hashem was crying out and saying, Oi, what did I do? I 
I brought my Shekhinah down into the world. Bishvil Yisrael. Only for the sake of Yisrael. And now that they have sinned, I went back to my original place. I have made myself into a into a mockery of the guy. Belag lebris and all people will make fun or mock me. At that moment, the malach matatron that's of this world, a certain Malach. The Malach came and fell on its face and said to Hashem allow me to cry. The Pshat's like this, allow me to cry and the new Hashem won't need to cry. Allow me to cry and the new won't need to cry. Amalai, Hashem said to the Malach, If you don't allow me to cry now, I'm going to go into a place where you have no permission to enter. I'll cry in that place, in that hidden place. If you don't listen, if we don't listen to Hashem, to the mitzvahs and so on, this part, then Hashem says, I will go to a, my hidden place, my hidden chamber, and I will cry. My soul will cry in that hidden place. Because of the glory of, Hash, of Am Yisrael, of Am Hashem that's been, that's been destroyed. And my eyes in that hidden place, my eyes will flow with tears because the flock of Hashem has been taken into prison, has been imprisoned or been taken away. So what's this Indian of Hashem crying in private? There's a very big theme in Eish Karthish. Hashem crying in private. This Gemara, this Madrash. What is this? In the Ton of Rabba, it's a little bit more, a little bit. It says over there, There the Malach says to Hashem, it's, it's inappropriate, it's a G'nai Malach, it's not fitting for the king. They should cry in front of the Malachim, in front of his servants. But if that's the problem, then the Malach should have the Malach should have left the place. So he's telling Hashem to go away. The Malach should have left. Then it won't be in front of the other. Then Hashem could cry over there without the Malachim. However, according to what we learned before. Ram is the the hint here is this. Sham Hamalach the Malach was saying to Hashem, Shagnai who lifnei avodav. It's a terrible, terrible gnai. Lifnei avodav. She yitzdarach Hamalach lifka. Is that that the king of all kings is brought to tears? Avokem and shetzaru kivyochlo builti begvul. But since the tsar, the crying of the king, of all kings, transcends. All the boundaries of existence. It's built in it's infinite. The Godum and Ha'ilim, it's greater than the world. Therefore, the crying doesn't enter into the world. It's Kivyoch Hashem cries privately. And the world does not break apart, doesn't crack apart from Hashem's crying. 
That's what it means. Hashem said, "Ani efke The Malach said, "Ani efke, allow me to cry." If sifke, and then Hashem, you won't, you won't need to cry. Hainu, kevin shav shemalachim hem shluche Hashem, because even though the malachim are the messengers of Hashem, shal yodum hu yisbarach oisias pulaisav. So the malach wanted to carry the crying of Hashem into the world. The Malach wanted to carry the crying of Hashem to the world. To carry God's weeping into the world. That's what the Rebbe explains now. Look. Hashem wanted the crying of Hashem to reach the world. Hashem's crying by Himself privately. It, the world can't hear it. The world can't grasp it. It's a different frequency. But the Malach, which is a shliach, the Malach could bring that frequency into the world. Now, why would the Malach want that to be in the world? Hashem want, the, the Malach wanted to bring Hashem's tears, Hashem's weeping into the world. And the Malach said, And that will put an end to your crying. Why? Because because if the world will be able to hear the crying of Hashem, Yishma Ha'olam Yispaitzei. The Rebbe's, not, he's not saying the Pshat here. The Rebbe's crying. The Rebbe's crying for Hashem's crying to be heard, for us to be able to feel Hashem crying, for Hashem's crying to penetrate into the world. Because what the Jews were suffering from terribly, as he said at the beginning, that we feel that we're going through all of this and. And like it's not Nogaya to you. We don't hear you cry. The world seems to be the same world. Nothing seems to have changed in the world. Jews are getting Jews are getting slaughtered, are getting butchered. And the whole world is our whole world is being destroyed. It's nothing. We don't hear anything. Nothing. So the Malach wanted to, the Malach said let me bring your crying into the world. Hashem's crying can't be heard. Let me bring your crying into the world. Then the entire world will explode. Because it can't contain such, such a thing. One spark of Hashem's crying. We think he doesn't care. We think he's not crying. One spark of Hashem's infinite crying. will enter into the world. That's called Sign of Yisrael. And every single Nazi will be burned. Every single enemy of your people will be destroyed. That's called Son of Yisrael. I'm sorry, by the ocean, so by Kriyas Yamsuf, the Malachim were starting to sing Shira. And Hashem said, well, the Egyptians, they're not, I created them, they're, they're drowning, and you're singing Shira, turn the page. And that's when, that's when our enemies, when the Egyptians were drowning, Hashem said, what are you singing Shira? Because Egyptians are drowning, Hashem said. You can't sing. And that's when Egyptians were drowning in water. And now that your children are drowning in blood. The world won't be able to continue. 
the world will stop. Ani Evka, the Malach says to Hashem, I will cry, allow me to cry. Vaz Ataloi Sivka, because then there won't be any more crying. Because all of the all of your enemies, all that have brought this tsar to you and to the Jewish people, all of it will end. They'll be destroyed in a second. So allow me to carry your crying into the world. Just a drop of it into the world. Allow me to carry a drop of your pain into the world. That Amisol should hear this pain. And that their enemies should be destroyed by this pain. Let me bring a drip. The angels begging, let me bring a drop of this into the world. And then you won't have to cry anymore. It'll be good. So the Malach has a good idea. But since Hashem wanted that the Jewish people at the time of the Chorban should be cleansed of all their sins. And Hashem knew it wasn't yet the time for salvation, for redemption. So Hashem told the Malach, I'm just going to retreat into a place where you can't follow me, into a place where you can't be, and I will cry from that hidden place. And my tsar is so great that the world can't contain it. It's hidden. And it's higher than the whole world. And Hashem was saying that, that my pain is increased even more. That even the malach won't be able to hear. Hashem is going to go into a hidden chamber that even the angels will not be able to hear the highest of the angels will not be able to hear that Hashem will go to a different frequency the Malach is saying let me carry your tears into the world and Hashem said it can't be you also will not be able to hear you also won't see me crying this This place, the Gemara says, is Babata Gevar means in Hashem's hidden place, Hashem's hidden chamber. And there Hashem is crying. Because the Gemara there asked the question, how can it be that Hashem is crying? It says in the passage, Hashem is always happy. So how can it be that Hashem is crying? So the Gemara says, that on the outside Hashem looks always happy. But on the inside, in this hidden chamber, where even a Malach can't go, He's crying. The Masha says that the of Bata Gevoi, that hidden chamber is the Madrega that's called Bina. It's not it's not known. It's not understood. It's not heard. Shlomalami Hasag. Not to go into the Kabbalah, it's higher than what it's higher than any Asag, even of a Malach. And this way Hashem's tsar is hidden from the Malach and from the world. But this is the chilek.
This goes back to the last parasha that we did last week. Regarding the Torah before it was given to us. You remember the angels had a tie that we spoke about this last week. How are you giving the hidden treasure to the Jews? Doesn't say base gnosis. You remember only by Shabbos it says base Remember the base gnosis is already a place where it's possible to have access. It's a storage house. Chemda gnosis. We learned. Rebbe explained there's something that it's just beyond. As we learned last week, because it's so great, it's hidden. And at the time of the Churban, even though Hashem's Tsar, his anguish is hidden even from the Malachim, the entire world, because of its greatness, its immensity, it's, it, it's, it's infinite, it's infinite. Nevertheless, the Gemara does say very clearly that Hashem is crying in his inner chamber. The Rebbe says an amazing thing. This goes back to what we learned last week. That the Torah itself is a Chem de Remember, but it's only through Shabbos, through Shabbos, and the Torah was given on Shabbos to be given a shaykhus to the Torah. <coughs> the Torah be'etzim is something which is unknowable. <coughs> it's chem de But Shabbos is the matana be'beis gnozai. A bias means already there's access. And sh- the Torah was given on Shabbos. And through that, it's possible for us to have access. So the Rebbe says, Kevin shakol nimsa kan ba'elam hainu b'tayrah. You gave us the Torah. And when the Torah is given to us on Shabbos, and it's Tamsem Hakol Itzarech Yisrael, and Hashem is Mitzamsem the Torah for the sake of the Jewish people, Hashem is Mitzamsem the infinite light of Torah into the finite kalim of this world through the Koch of Shabbos, which Shabbos is Me'en Olam Haba. It's like a transition from the infinite to the finite. That's Shabbos. It's a piece of Olam Haba, but it's in this world. That means that through the Torah, Hashem can be revealed in this world. Even that which is hidden, even that which is... That's not a, that's not a phone. Right? Even that which is hidden, even that which is hidden, because the bias is a place that is hiding. So there's no question. The Torah is still, there's still that unbelievable hidden quality of Torah, as we learned last week. But since it's Bebez Gnozai, there are, there's, there's, there's that aspect of Torah that we can connect to. Because it's Bebez Gnozai, as opposed to Chemda Gnuza. Chemda Gnuza is beyond. Through the Tzimtzum and Shabbos, there could be Bez Gnozai. So the Rebbe is saying that since it says in the Gemara that Hashem's crying, it means that there's the possibility of a gilu, of being misgala. The Gemara Isa should say that Tanias, Haya, Shahayim Maitsinas Ateva, Haino Ha'arun should say for Torah, Munachbai, the Rechavish Shaliyah. The whole set of the Gemara Tanias, the mission of the Gemara, 
that when it was a fast day or for some calamity or a famine or a drought, so the Gemara there says that they would take out the Teva, meaning the Oren, where the Sefer Torah was kept, to the street of the city. It says in Why did they take the Sefer Torah out? When it was a Nesara, a war, or some other terrible Tsara, why was the Sefer Torah taken out? The reason to take out the Torah is that through the Torah, Hashem's infinite light is revealed to this world. So when the Jewish people are going through a Tzara, the Sefer Torah is taken out of the Aaron and into the world. Ki'ilo to do what? To bring Hashem's Tzar into the world. So the Sefer Torah that has within it, in a very deep and mysterious way, Hashem's will, Hashem's heart, Hashem's light. When it's the time of Tzar for Yisrael, they would take the Sefer Torah out, so that the crying of Hashem, the anguish of Hashem should be in this world. Yispardu and that perhaps would help to destroy all of our enemies. Yeshua Seinu Tizgal and Mehera Tekef Miyat, and that our Yeshua will be revealed immediately. V'Avshes Zaharemes, and perhaps this is the hint. Keli Keli Lama Zaftani, Rochak Yeshua Sidivei Shagosi. Which we have a kabbal that that's what Esther Malka was crying when she went into the place of Achashverosh. Kaylee, Kaylee, my God, my God, Lama Zaftoni, why have you abandoned me? Why have you left me? Why have you forsaken me? Rochek mi I'm far from my salvation. Diveshagosi, and from my, and from the things that I was screaming and crying about. Hein betuchem anu, shateishienu v'loy zaftonu legamre chas v'chalim. The Rebbe saying to the Jews who were with him, "We are certain that Hashem will save us, and He won't forsake us." Avol bezeh zaftonu. But we already feel, to some degree, we feel forsaken. We don't see the Yeshua. And the Tzaras have been going on and on, and we don't see the Yeshua. We don't see it. Where is your crying? If your crying would come to the world, we don't feel your crying. If your crying would come to the world, then our enemies would be destroyed. We don't feel your crying. We don't see your crying. The tsars are going on and on and on. We believe that ultimately, ultimately, there'll be a Yeshua, but, but we don't see it. Rochad mi we don't see it. Avata Kodesh Yoyushayv Tehillah is Yisrael. It says over there in the same Barak of Tehillah, Avata Kodesh Hashem's Kedusha is Yosheh Tilis Yisrael depends upon the Jewish people singing and praising him. Ki doesn't mean God himself in his essence, it means the Shrimen. Ki Isa me'arava Kaddish, because the Baal Tanya says, 
Shekadosh Miloshan Muvdal Umufrash. Kadosh means something that is completely separate into itself. Kimalai Sizra Kamacha Kalayim Pantikta Shamalaya, Tukta Shamalaya, Azera Shetizra Vitavua Sakaram. You shouldn't plant any Kalayim. Less the, less the yield of the two crops that are being crossed, that are not allowed to be crossed, should be condemned. It'll be condemned. If you plant kilayim, then it'll be con- it'll be condemned. Hashem will condemn it. So the lashon of kedusha of tukdash means when something is has been completely set aside and separated. Another example of a Yishal as Anshim Mekayimah a more familiar Pasuk in Vayeshev, when Yehuda was looking for the woman, it was of course actually Tamar, so Yishal as Anshim Mekayimah, he asked the people from over there, Ayeha Kedesha Ibeinayim Al-Haderach, Kedesha, so he asked for the Kedesha, the woman, he calls her a Kedesha, it's a funny lotion for a woman who is posing as uh, an immoral woman who's paid for her services. Shapirish Rashi, the lotion of Kadesha, Rashi has to explain. It means Mikudeshasumzumenis means the woman who is separated and designated for a single purpose of Znus. That's the lotion. So lotion of of Kedusha, Kadesha, it means something which is Separated and designated for a single purpose. When it's for, when it's for good things, say that's kedusha. Harayat mukudeshesli in kedusha. That's kedusha. She's separated and designated to this man in a holy way. When we're talking about azayna, so she's not like other women that have all kinds of things going on in their lives. She's designated and separated for the purpose of being mezana with people. So when we say about Hashem, that Hashem is Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. Hashem is Kaddish. Even though it's Kavod, that's the meaning of Kavod. But Hashem himself is Kaddish. Lama Zavtani. We feel completely abandoned by you, like you're separate from us. Atakadosh moved on me, Atakadosh means that you're you, you, you're not here. We feel that you're far away. That's what the pasuk says. You feel like you're far from us, but the truth, like you're kadosh, like you. But the truth is that you're Yoshe Tilas Israel, which means You live in the, in our diving in our learning. Even though you're at the Kaddish and the Malachim don't know and, and, and we don't see you and we can't hear you and so on. But we believe that you're Yoyeshev Tehillah Yisrael. That you live, you dwell, you sit in the turn of of the Jewish people. On the cross Tehillah Yisrael, it's called Tehillah Yisrael. She is so Oymim Lacha, that we dive into you and we learn. Hashem, how can you go on being Rachag Mishuasi? So of course you live in the Torah. That's why we take the Torah when it starts. We take the Torah outside. And we're saying, Rabbi Shalom, you're here. At the Yosef Tilas Israel. So how could you go on? 
how could you go on? How could you go on with the humiliation of your Torah, in which you're contained, Kivyach? And how could you go on watching the Tsar of Yisrael? Who are being tortured? Why are they being tortured? Because they, because they keep your Torah. That's why they're being tortured, because they believe in your Torah. Therefore, right now, we have no choice but to hold on to the Torah, to continue learning, and to hold on to the Torah. Because that is the place, that's the headquarters, that's the base, and by entering deeply into our learning of Torah, by learning, by keeping the mitzvahs, even in, in the time that we're in right now. Then we're going to Hashem's hidden place. The only way we can get to Hashem's hidden chamber is by entering into the Torah. That's where He is. And and if we enter deeply into our learning, into our davening, we'll hear Hashem crying. Then we will hear Hashem crying. Then it will become clear to us and we'll feel Hashem's pain. We won't, God forbid, think that Hashem doesn't care and it doesn't reach Him. If we go deeply into our learning and our davening, we'll feel that Hashem is crying over us. We'll feel, that, we'll feel Hashem's pain over what we're going through. And then, and then, then, then something of Hashem's crying will be brought out into the world and all the evil will be destroyed. The Rebbe says, I know it's very difficult to learn now during these difficult times. These are terrible times. It's hard to concentrate on learning. And there are Jews for whom there are a number of mitzvahs now that, it's, that they're not able to. It's very hard for them to keep. But the Jewish people are accustomed to suffering. And no matter what we've gone through in the past, we never let go of Torah When the Torah was given to us, Hashem never promised us it's going to be easy. He never said that the conditions are always going to be great. So now that things are very bad, we should, God forbid, abandon the Torah, we should leave learning, we should stop learning and keeping mitzvahs. It's always Hashem. Hashem is always our God. And therefore we must, we must always, we must continue learning Torah and observing mitzvahs. Let's return to, to what we began. By that Torah in the middle of time, by the Torah that we learn and that we keep, Gam Kol Hashem Hashayishag Al Beis Hamikdash Yisrael Yisgal, then the crying of Hashem over the Churban back then and the Churban now will be revealed by Yeshua Tovah Chishma here, and then we can bring the Yeshua because if Hashem, even one drop of Hashem's crying comes out into the world through our learning and our davening, then our enemies will be destroyed and the Yeshua will happen. And they Shuiz Baruch V'Kol Hashem Bin Mistar because Hashem and his and his Screaming is in a hidden place. But through the Torah, it can be revealed. 
Kevin Shikama Torah Chemda Gnuza when this gala the Yisok is the Chemda Gnuza the Torah comes from Hashem's hidden chamber and we have Torah therefore through the Torah we can make, we can make contact with that hidden chamber of Hashem when this gala Yisrael it's revealed to us and, and all that's kaidish, all that normally is far and separate, can be revealed in this world. And perhaps it's possible to say that the Torah not only reveals the screaming and the crying of Hashem in this world. That the Torah also brings to a sweetening of the suffering and of the dina. Because Hashem promised, if you keep my Torah mitzvahs, that you'll see brachas you'll see brachas before your eyes in this world not just another Mahabha you'll see in this world things can get better says in the Psalm that every sin not only that that a sin draws a din into the world as a punishment and so too when it comes to Torah Mitzvahs that that bring reward into the world, it's not only for a, it's not only the reward, it's the Torah be'etzah. What does that mean? The Mosley says. The Shari Ayra says that a person who knows the Kavanas of Davening, if you know the kavanas, whatever the yichudim, the kavanas, the deep kavanas, you're like a person who has a key to open the gates of Shemayim. Since Hashem Kivyochal is revealed through these Isis and these Shemas that are used by the kavanas, when a person knows to be mitzara of these letters, he's able to somehow bring about that the hashpa should be drawn into the world, that bracha should the gate should be open, and shefa should be able to come into the world. It's not just a reward for learning Torah or a reward for keeping mitzvahs. The Torah has the ability to unify all of the koilas, all of the koilas of all the Jews in the world who are learning and, and to bring these koilas together into one kol. Go to the end. It's okay. We could still understand. Go to the Ve'elam Mishpatim. Ve'elam Mishpatim Mishetosim Lefneim. Pirush Rashi. Ve'elam Moisif Alav Yishayim. Shaf Ve'elam Yisina. 
that these mishpatim are also from Sinai. That's what Rashi says. Heinle Shabbatarat, that means that through the Torah, Tesakin is a mishpatim. That through Torah, it's possible to fix, to repair, to be mamtik, the mishpatim which are That through the Ve'ela, that's the connection with the Parshish Yisrael, which is Kabbal Satara, that through Torah, it's possible to bring Amtaka to the Mishpatim. Mishpatim means the Dinam, the suffering, the difficulties. Shahim Bechinis Din, Bechinis Vidabru, Itay Mishpat means Din. Strictness, harshness. Ela Mishpatim is the harshness and the suffering. Through Torah, which is Parshish Yisrael, Ve'ela is to be Maisel Hashem, that Ami Sinai, which is Torah, that through Sinai, through Torah, we can be mamtik the dinim, we can sweeten the mishpat. Shem b'chinis din, b'chinis ya. Ad she'iyu lefnayim l'tzarachayim, le'in negdim chas v'chalila. So then the, then, then, then the world will no longer be against us. Ashatosim lefnayim. Then the world will not be against us, it will be lefnayim, then the, then the world will once again be for our good and will serve us. Ki af'elem isinai, because this too is from Sinai. Kol Hashem Hema. Everything is the voice of Hashem. But there are some voices of Hashem. There's the voice of Hashem that becomes enclosed in Din, in Mishpatim. Or terrible things that our enemies are doing to us. But Medrash Tanchuma Isa, Uba Parashas Shkolem Amar Meishlov Negadosh Baruch By this Parashas Shkolem, Hashem Meishlov Beni says to Hashem, Amar Meishlov Negadosh Baruch Hu, Rebbein Shalom Mishani Meis and Enani Niska. Meishlov Beni said he was Kivyachol. Meishlov was worried. He said that when I die, no one's going to remember me. Amar Kadosh Baruch Hu Chayecha. Hashem said, "By your life, Kashem Shata Oimet Achshav and Eisan Parshas Shkalim." The same way that right now, today, you're teaching them the Parshas of Shkalim, you're teaching them the Machsa Shekel, the Shabbos, the Shkalim. Vata Zaykivus Roshin, and through this, through the Parshas of Shkalim, you're lifting up their heads. Kisisa as Rosh Bnei Yisrael of Kudayim is a Machsa Shekel. You're lifting their heads up. Kach b'chol shana b'shana shakarn Eisel Lefanai. Every year, when the Parshas of Shkalim, and you'll read the Parshas of Shkalim before me. When Jews will be in their shuls reading the parsha of Shkolem on Shabbos Mishpatim, like now, as Kilo at the Oymet it'll be like you, Moshe Rabbeinu, are standing there in that shul, wherever it is in the world, and you're lifting their heads up to give them strength, to give them to make them feel strong again and proud. Kisi says Reish Bnei Yisrael. Minayim Mashakaru Binyan by David Shalom Kisi says Reish to lift up the head. So is Rosh Lainema Kisisa Ad Kan Loshem Kisisa means in the future it will happen every year that when we read Parsha Shkalem wherever Jews are their heads will be lifted up Kisisa as Rosh Bnei Yisrael Hainam Kishachas Vachalil Yeshmerish Lo Yenegev because the Torah says that as a result of the Nesiyas Rosh there won't be a Negev there won't be a Magefa there won't be a plague so when Jews are frightened that they're going to be destroyed, they're going to be killed. That the Magaifa, the plague, is going to kill them. That by learning by learning Torah, by Kriya Torah, 
And by reading Pasha Shkola, Zoyke of Israel, it lifts up their heads. Now everything is sweetened l'tayv. That somehow everything can be sweetened l'tayv. That everything becomes everything becomes the voice of Torah by Jews learning. And that brings to Hamtake and v'akol nimtak l'tayv. And everything will be sweetened and should be sweetened in a good way. That's v'eila mishpatim asher tosim lifneim. And the Eila is Moisif al Rishonim af Eilu mi Sinai. Just the Rishonim, like the Rishonim, everything is from Sinai. This too is from Sinai. And the sound that is coming from Sinai will bring a Hamtaka, the sound of learning, or bring a Hamtaka to all the Tsarists, will bring to Kasisa as Reish bin Israel of Kudayim. We should be Zarechet to see that, we should be Zarechet to hear it. We did finish. I mean, a little skipped a little bit.